sex matters, period. What? 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 Really? <laughs> I'm Judy. I'm Patricia. And this is the Sex Matters Podcast. Patricia, a sexual authenticity coach and a Jersey girl turned Minnesotan, and I, Judy, a health educator, advocate, and podcaster, a lifelong Minnesota girl, get together and talk about sex. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Judy, it's been a long time. It has been a long time. (laughs) Summer been. Oh Oh my gosh. gosh. It's been kind of crazy, good. It's been complicated. I had a, I did have a very lovely time down at an amazing, amazing cabin in Tennessee for like mm. a week and a half of lovely. Yes. Oh my God. This just magical place of trees and hills and dogs and tea and front porches and. <laughs> It was beautiful and good books. So, yes. That sounds great. Yes. How about you? You've had a lot of things happen this summer. Yeah. Let's see. I did. uh, I went skydiving twice. I got my PhD officially. Um, I've published my second, well, I'm publishing my second book, which we're going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I moved. I I mean, there was a lot going on this summer for me, too. So, yeah. it was kind of good to just take a little break and sort of regroup because sometimes we have to do that with our energy, right? We have to just kind of refocus, regroup, and be able to come back strong for our listeners um, because life zaps us and can affect our energy even through listening and and talking on on air, I think. So um, we don't want to bore our our listeners at all we want to keep things edgy and fun right exactly yes so yes yeah absolutely but yeah my book is the big thing and I'm turning 50 next week I can't believe it so exciting yeah happy early birthday a week from today so on the 15th I'm gonna be 50 years old 50 years young um, age is just a number I figured that out when I jumped out of the airplane I, I'm like what the hell am I doing this for not because I'm turning 50 it's because why am I doing this <laughs> what the hell was I thinking and then I did it again I was gonna say so. So there's that. That's awesome. Uh, how uh, was how was it? How was the, the your experience jumping out? Obviously, you did it a second time, so it must have been pretty good. Well, I'll tell you. After six hours of sitting in a class to get get trained to do it, okay. um, I, I wanted to I wanted to have some proof. I wanted to have some pictures or something. And in order to do that, I had to tandem jump. Right. So that was not what I went to class for, for six hours. Yeah. Right. I could have just strapped onto a tandem guy and jumped out of the plane, um, and saved myself six hours of time. So the first jump that I did was the tandem jump and that was from 10,000 feet. And then once I hit the ground, I was like, well, if I don't get my ass off the ground right now and get back in a plane, I'm not going to do it again. So I did. I got up. I got right back into another plane and did my static line jump. So I landed by myself. Wow. And um, and now I've said that I've done that and I'm good. I, 
then the following, like a week and a half later, I was flying to New Jersey. And I'm like, boy, it all looks the same from inside a plane, comfortably sitting in a seat, sipping on a drink, just like, I'm like, what the hell was I trying to prove? So, um, you know, a lot of things could have gone wrong. I'm very thankful that it didn't go wrong and that I did it. Um, I, I, you know, I think it's, it's something probably a lot of people, if you, if you think that it's something you should do, you should probably do it, mm. you know, but for some people, I can imagine that it's probably not even on their radar, not even something they'd even ever want to try. And I would never push it on somebody like that because it's, it's an intense experience. I, it's an intriguing one to me, but I know um, that when I go outside and the wind is blowing too much, my breath gets taken away. And I keep thinking, going out of a plane with that much air coming at me, I don't know how I would do. But Yeah, well, I wasn't prepared for how cold it was going to be. Oh. I mean, I went in July, so it was hot. But it was really cold at 10,000 feet. And the wind was crazy. I looked like a basset hound, you know, my face, my face was folding and, you know, G-force was going like gravity was working. And, um, and then it was really quiet. Like I, and I'm more of a team player. I mean, I like sex, so I like to do things with people. And even with a guy strapped to my back, it just didn't feel quite the same. It wasn't, it wasn't a team sport. (laughs) It was was very individual. I felt uh, it was very quiet. And, you know, he says to me, so do you want to pull the cord? I'm like, hell no, I paid you to do that. You know, I had to pay to go up there again. So I'm like, no, dude, just get me down. You know, And as he's strapping himself to me, you know, they have to strap themselves really, really tight to Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like that. And uh, (laughs) as he's pulling the straps really tight, I turned around to him and I said, you know, men pay a lot of money to get this close to me. And he just (laughs) laughed and I'm like, I'm not kidding. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. There's that. Um, Awesome. But anyway, I'm glad I did it. It's done. Um, It was something. It was something. Yeah. Once I, you know, it was funny because we've talked about sub drop before. Once I did that, and I think the adrenaline kind of wore off, I went through sort of a sub drop. Like, wow, that was, it was intense. I faced fear in the eyeballs and jumped out of the plane anyway. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't an oh shit moment. I just did it. And when I got back to the house and I was there, I did the whole thing by myself. I didn't go with anybody. I just did the whole thing alone. And uh, when I got back to the house, I I actually just kind of like was really let down. Like, boy, now what? Mm -hmm. Now what? I did that. Now what? You know? Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And hmm. so I just kind of, I got just sort of like a little, eh, like, yeah, again, who was I doing it for? What was the <laughs> point? <laughs> did I really have to jump out of a plane twice to prove something to myself? No. So anyway, wow. 
That's a, yeah. yeah, it's a fascinating thing. I, I, there's part of me that would love to do it. I'm more afraid of the, well, I'm afraid of the landing. The, the jumping out of the plane, I would definitely have to go tandem. Somebody else is going to have to make my butt get out of that plane. <laughs> it ain't happening. I did go, because I know quite a few people who have skydive, skydive, yes. whatever. Gone um, skydiving. Yes. Gone skydiving. There you go. And um, nobody has ever gotten hurt um, that I know, like that I know of, I did ride up with my niece and my brother-in-law. They jumped. Um, I stayed in the plane. Um, although it was kind of funny as I'm in the plane and it's banking and the door is like a plastic sheet, right? So there's nothing, right? The plastic yeah. sheet is just blowing. I'm noticing the fact that I'm not tied into the plane. My parachute is tied to the plane. <laughs> Yeah. Like, if I just like this could go really bad. So mm. anyway, it was fun. The, the, I like flying in planes. So I, yeah. I enjoyed my, my time there. <laughs> yeah. In first class is really nice. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> I, I love, to be. love first class. That's great. And then even, even being in economy was a step up for right. that little puddle jumper that I jumped out of, you know? So, wow. holy smokes. Well, good for you for doing it. That's very cool. Luck fear, right? Oh, uh, this right. is this a big part. It's a big part of who I am and what I do is just facing things that were afraid of and being brave and courageous to explore those areas of our psyche, of our body, of our, you know, our existence. So, um, yeah, that kind of, that's kind of a nice segue into what, what we're going to do today, right? Yes. I am excited to share your second book that's coming out, like you said, next week on the 15th. Yep. And I think, I think it would be great to share with everybody little bit what this book is going to be about what they can expect and then have you read have you read the introduction introduction yeah yeah okay well um this book, uh, the first book that I wrote was a memoir. It was called Crossing the River Called Suffering. And it was my journey through my, my life, um, my, my non-sexual life into a world of crazy sex and exploration and, and curiosity and just figuring out what I wanted sexually. And I've taken everything that I've learned through that, plus going to school to be a life coach, plus getting my PhD, and I've wrapped it all up into this new book called Embrace Your Sexual Energy. And when I read this book, I can now see sections of, I like this is so from my heart because it really is kind of putting in layman's terms exactly what I did in my first book. It's kind of like peeling back the onion, taking back the layers of each thing I needed to address in my life in order to embrace my sexual energy. So this is more of a DIY book. This is designed not as a me telling you what to do, but this is more of a thought-provoking book where it's asking a lot of questions um, around sex being freed from judgment and that it's not good or bad. It just is. Um, and the intent behind our attitudes within sexual thought. So as individuals, we have so much more power and control over our sexual energy than the person next to us or the people around us. And we often want to shift that blame to others. 
where we really need to be taking a look at ourselves and who we are and what we want and give ourselves the permission to explore our sexual signature and what that looks like. Because only once we know who we are, then we can show up fully in a relationship. And how you do one thing in life is how you do everything in life. So if you're stifling your sex, you're stifling your sexual preferences, your ideas, your inner wants and needs and desires, you can be pretty sure that it's coming out sideways somewhere else in your life because somewhere else in your life is out of balance because this part of your life hasn't been addressed. So um, the introduction is a, a really, it's a passionate plea to readers to really kind of take this seriously and understand what the motive was for writing this book. Um, and hopefully it rings a bell with everybody who, <laughs> who hears this, who decides to read the introduction on Amazon and Kindle, which is where it will be available uh, immediately, well, on the 15th. And, um, and we'll go from there. What do you think? I you ready? Think, yeah, I'm excited. Okay. And you haven't heard this before. I have not heard this before. No. no. Okay. All right. So I'll start and bear with me if I make a boo-boo or two along the way because I don't have it memorized. So. <laughs> <laughs> I should for all the times I've read it. Okay. The time has come to create a movement. We can all be a part of it. The basis would center around pleasure around awareness, and ultimately the love that is necessary to change the world we live in. The pleasure I'm alluding to is nothing more than an individual's own sexual authenticity. Sexual authenticity is knowing, loving, and nurturing the sexual essence of who you are without shame, guilt, or fear. Sex is not only the biological foundation of human existence, it is a positive and essential part of self-discovery, but it's been shamed and shunned. We've been taught sex is sin and that it's bad, damning those attempts to eternal hellfire, period, full stop, end of discussion. It's among the things that you're never supposed to talk about at a cocktail party. Politics, religion, death, and sex are subjects that have a common thread, and that is power. We have permission to voice our opinions and experiences involving politics and religion, but sex and death are still very taboo. What could be more powerful than accepting your sexuality and your mortality? Empowering yourself to embrace those fundamental aspects of existence opens the door to your second life because then you realize you only have one life to live. It's apparent that many are living life as if they're dead already, like zombies or drones. What is life without zest, joy, and pleasure? A dull, empty, meaningless existence. Pleasure and sex become an afterthought. Those that ignore sex or clamp it off as a source of joy and vitality can know that death is still coming and the wait will not be pleasurable. A vast amount of research has gone into identifying the corrupter of the entire human race, the original sin, temptation, prostitution, body images through art, broken hearts of poets, etc., are all woven through history looking to blame sex as the enemy. 
There were wars, torture, hate, racial tensions, and gang fights, all related to sex as well. We tend to put a conscious eye towards the big, huge, worldly problems because truthfully, it's easier sometimes than looking at ourselves and how we're contributing to an ill culture or at the effect of rules and pressures that are antiquated and no longer work in this day and age. We assume these beliefs as someone else's problem. The generational shifts that are happening in the United States are cracking the traditions and expectations of the past hundred years or more. The greatest generation and the baby boomers were steeped in institutional plagues that worked well for them while they peaked. The church was the great leveler with a heavy hand of judgment and condemnation in the area of sex and marriage. Individuals trusted what they knew as truth and could be ignorant to the future around the corner with the internet, microwaves, and cell phones. Generation X created confusion when they rebelled against their parents' teaching regarding sex, marriage, sex and marriage with feminism and divorce and encouraged the next cohort not to commit to anything until they were ready. If we add in the Me Too movement and the magnifying glass on male toxicity and white male privilege, these concepts have sent the pendulum swaying with lots of momentum. We see huge camaraderie and strong conviction for a cause in the form of movements instead of individual change. Sex and relationships are unavoidable. They're both natural and necessary in their own ways. Many relationships were centered out of the shoulds and should nots of society. You should be married before having sex. You should stay together through thick and thin. You should fall in love and live happily ever after. We may not learn the pitfalls and challenges of lust and love until we're embroiled in relationships of codependency, victims of narcissism, divorced, or just plain unsatisfied and wondering, is this all there is? These unhealthy relationships cause heartache, emotional trauma, and chaos while people learn the hard lesson that sex really does matter. Something needs to change. Sex should be freed from all judgment. Sex is neither good nor bad. It just is. This is a concept that is eluding many people today, and the intent behind attitudes within sexual thought, scene, or relationship can vary and change like a moody child without awareness and discipline. There are those who stay stuck in uncomfortable and unsatisfying places without paying attention to how they're showing up energetically. This is how they're impacting their own narrative. Energy drives everything, sex included, and we choose to enjoy the ride or make it a chore. It's difficult to find matches, energetic matches in sex because so many people stifle their wants, needs, interests, or don't even know how to communicate about them. The first step is getting to know one's own body sensually and shamelessly. This investment in self-discovery is the key to unlocking a more fulfilling life of confidence and authenticity. Step two involves exploration and discovery of others. The simple fact of watching, hearing, or reading about how others find pleasure is enlightening and spurs playful curiosity. Pleasure is a positive place if the intention is honest. Adding others to your delight 
causes a blending of the souls, which can be captured on camera as an aura or bubble encasing participants when they show up energetically ready to share an experience. The sharing of energy is an, an exchange of power full of ebbs and flows, sometimes draining and exhausting and other times shocking and setting off sparks. Sex approached without guilt or shame can result in meditational orgasmic experiences that open your expanse of love. This love expanse could be unlocked in nearly everyone. Step three is social awareness and education through example. Being sexually authentic has nothing to do with sex. Uh, it has nothing to do with having sex all the time, I'm sorry. It has nothing to do with socioeconomical challenges. It has nothing to do with being a pervert or a sex addict. It has nothing to do with labels at all. Humans love to label things starting at birth, out of sex, with gender or race. Being sexually authentic means stripping away all labels, becoming naked before your own desire, creating your own truths with a capital T, and being free of shame. The surge of energy that comes with this level of honesty and vulnerability entrains others to reflect on their own energy presence and creates change in themselves. I hope to uncover the mystery to sexual fulfillment. I have compiled information from personal experience, interviewing individuals who are searching, and the principles of core energy coaching developed by Bruce D. Schneider. Through meditational sex, studying the Karma Sutra, embracing tantric energy exercises, learning about the seven levels of energy, I have some insight that I will share to help you acknowledge, shift, and own your own sexual energy. I believe if we all found our unique sexual signature by sensuality and being present, we could change the world's relationship with sex, one sensuous soul at a time. This book is going to expand on how people show up energetically, with what intent, and give a roadmap to pleasure. With the information at your fingertips, there are still two very important steps between you and sexual authenticity. Those steps are empowering your ability to make choices and to discern the truth. The power already exists in you. You hold all the keys. In life, most people have a craving for connection, which is choice, and freedom of expression, which is truth, which boils down to a need for acceptance. Through choice and truth, you will find your liberation. Love, light, and libido, Patricia. That's awesome. Oh, my God. What a beautiful invitation. So, <laughs> yeah, I hope that that really gets people fired up to read the rest and really apply what's in here and ask questions if they have them. Mm. You know, reach out to me if they need more. And it's all in the book. In the book, I put my website, I put ways to email me. You know, I talk about the pa the podcast is in here. It's oh, mentioned nice. it's mentioned in the book. So beautiful. Um, Thank you. That's of course. Of course. So um that's one of the reasons I want to keep it going. You know, I want to keep it alive so that it's fresh and um and that people know to go there and and that they can find all kinds of stuff. So 
Yeah. Uh, it's like having another baby. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I bring up two things? Yes, of course. Strike, that strike me right off the bat. There's a lot of things that strike me, but two things that I just think are very, very cool mm. um, and that speak to me in the moment is one, you're calling out the statement of kind of the larger movements, but that we're not focusing on individuals as much, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I think is a really, um, it's a really beautiful thing. And it's a good reminder <laughs> while we're many people are, you know, kind of quarantined. Yeah. Right? Yeah. By ourselves. And here's a beautiful way to be introspective. That's right. Um, and start out phase one. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And the other thing is how non-gender specific your yes. invitation is. Mm -hmm. Now, as I go through the book, as, as I go through the book, I really, really tried to speak to the female and the male, however they present. So mm -hmm. that's kind of really how I did it was if you're, you know, if you want to go in your closet and play dress up you can do that as a woman or a man. And I've, I actually talk about that in here, you know, like I talk about a man putting on a woman's underwear, you know, it does like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. However they choose to show up, that's how the book is written. Perfect. So it's all, it's all about that. There may be some references to, you know, a feminine or a masculine overall, uh, archetype or something like that but then it's usually followed up with a with another comment that says you know if that doesn't apply to you then you know it's however you identify that sort of a thing so nice yeah I really yeah. tried to tried to keep it neutral but there's a lot of conversation about masculine and feminine energy and the fact that I believe that we have masculine and feminine energy in all of us makes it non-gender Mm -hmm. that's basically what it comes down to is that we both, we have both in us, every single one of us. So mm -hmm. even the men need to honor their mass, their feminine side, you know, right. that kind of a thing. So, yeah. yes. Wow. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to continue reading. It's, mm. I think it's very powerful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank no, you. It, it's, uh, it's very complete and very, thoughtful so I I tried I'm sure I've left some stuff out <laughs> I'm sure uh through conversation and stuff from people after they read it I'll think dope I should have mentioned that or and and at the end of every chapter there's thought-provoking questions which is the part that I really like mm -hmm. um I had initially thought maybe I'd do a completely separate journal which I may still do. I may still take this and take this and put some activities together with thought-provoking questions around each of the chapters and make an, make a supplemental book so that people could do like book studies with this, you know, mm -hmm. um, like 365 days of sexual authenticity, Ooh. kind of something like that. So nice. that, um, so that people, and I wanted to also create a deck of cards that had sexual affirmations and stuff on them to kind of go with the whole thing, but it's one step at a time and I'm mm -hmm. trying, I'm, I, 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 yeah, I just don't know which direction to put my energy towards. <laughs> it's right hard now. when there's so many things you want to do and there's kind of just you, right? Like <laughs> it is just, yeah, it's, you know? <laughs> I 
totally get that. That's me. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. But yeah. So like on um, TikTok right now, I, I, I've created my third profile on TikTok. So that I'm constantly getting kicked off of TikTok for talking about <laughs> orgasms and pleasure and uh, uh, anatomy and things like that. And I have to, I can't even wear a bikini top. Like I was getting a lot of followers when I wore my bikini top because the men liked it. Mm-hmm. But you can watch TikTok and see the men come out in just a towel and be all oiled up and like rubbing all over themselves. I'm so pissed because I really want to free the nipple. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can do all of that kind of stuff. And I can't be wearing a bikini and talk about pleasure. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? It is fascinating. I want to sue TikTok, but I, I doubt I can sue the Chinese. So, <laughs> damn it. Good luck with that. Yeah, I think they've got bigger problems on their hands right now. <laughs> and little old Patricia Engel King here. <laughs> AKA oh Donald gosh. Trump. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll leave it at that. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's an interesting world out there right now. That is for sure. Um, With these kinds of things, I was just listening, watching, watching slash listening to another podcast that was talking about the challenges with having their stuff censored. And it was more about Mm -hmm. ideas that they were having censored than, you know, sexual, right? So that's happening Mm -hmm. too, right? And that's getting a little, a little, a lot scary. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. Well, Shall we, um, shall we leave it there for the moment and yeah. then the, uh, we'll, we will get together for another discussion um, a little more intensely about the details of your book and maybe we can tackle a piece and. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I mean, know. there's, we could honestly, I mean, we've got, I've got 20 chapters in here, so we could go one chapter at a time and talk about it between you and I, we could have just conversation about it. Um, Tell everybody how they can find you, where they can find you and your book, uh, the pre-order for your book. All right. So as Patricia Engelking, I am all over social media. I'm on Insta, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm everywhere. You can find me. If you want to look for me, just look for me as either Patricia Engelking, E-N-G-E-L-K-I-N-G, or you can find me as The Power Exchange. That's the name of my company, my coaching. Um, I have, my books are available on Kindle uh, and Amazon. I am having my book launch party that anybody is welcome to join on Facebook on the 15th of September uh, at 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you can't make one, maybe you can make the other. I did that on purpose to try and cater to, um, you know, all different types of people. I have people all over the country that are interested. So timing was a challenge and right. trying to split myself so that you clone clone myself into two separate parties. There will bring yourself a cocktail. We're going to be celebrating my birthday. I may even smash a cupcake in my face. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Um, I also um, where else am I? I'm here on the podcast. Oh, 
OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Only yes, OnlyFans is my topless container, literally. I am uncensored and I have no clothes on above my waist. If this interests you, if you are part of the Free the Nipple movement, which I really am very, very <laughs> passionate about, um, and you're you would be more comfortable talking to me. Uh, you can directly talk to me at OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans.com backslash sexy MILF PhD. <laughs> that, that is my handle. I love so it. you can find me at sexy MILF, M I L F PhD on OnlyFans. Um, just know that when you subscribe to my page, there is a lot of adult content and a lot of body that is shown because I am not ashamed of my body and I want to I want to meet people where they're at in a place of pleasure in a place of connectivity in a place of acceptance and it's an abs there is an absolute barrier of the internet there so uh, it's all it's all approached very professionally and um, you see what you want to see and you don't have to look at anything else. So there's that. Lovely. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, you know, it's interesting, uh, just kind of the, the subject of your book. My most recent podcast on my Wellness Renaissance podcast page, um, wellnessrenpodcast.com, is a company here in Duluth, Minnesota, that it's uh, Blue Tax for Men. And oh. she makes product she makes uh shaving cream beard oil i have the palm balm and oh. she makes another like other little uh balm stick and okay. it smells delightful but i have to say it's just it's just kind of fun the discussing the sort of the inequities that we're having um her whole point of this is because women get charged the pink tax on things like pink razors Oh. all of that stuff and so she created this for men after men requested um some of these products from the things she was making and thought let's charge the blue tax and then she donates it to companies um that are working on gender equity oh very cool so that's yeah nice. and the products are nice very cool yeah so that's so that's my podcast check that out Sweet. um yeah, yeah. I'm Christmas shopping done, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, you're crazy. So that's too, that's too early to be talking about Christmas. I know. I know. Early. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know. Right. Well, I do my Christmas shopping all year long if I can. So that's the uh, only reason I'm always thinking about it. Um, all right. For shopping, well, not for about snow. I don't, don't want to talk about uh, it. Yeah, no, I'm, hey, I am so incredibly with you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the winter season. <laughs> well, I am so glad to, um, I'm so glad things have gone well and that this has come to solid fruition and yeah. it's happening so soon and it's happening on your birthday. It's exciting. Yeah, woo, woo, 50, woo-hoo, midlife crescendo, right? Yes, that, oh my gosh. That's what it's all about, midlife crescendo. Yes. Now the next thing is to find the guy that will create the wheelchairs with the dildos attached. That oh, is, yeah. remember our centurion I goal? I know, I do. 
I was just talking to somebody. I was, oh, my personal trainer at the gym. I was saying, I have Centurion goals. I will need to be able to do yoga at like 100. Absolutely. I, want, right. I, I have a physical therapist because I'm having hip trouble. And I'm like, I want to still have sex at 100. So you better get on this. Tell me what I need to do to fix right? this now. <laughs> I love that so much. And really, you know, it's, it's a funny thing, but physical therapists should be thinking of those things. They certainly should. They, it's not about containing me or just making me okay for today or mm -hmm. next week. I, I'm like, I'm like, sex is a sport to me. <laughs> like, treat me like this is sports medicine. Like I'm an athlete and I'm, I'm on the Vikings and I want to keep playing football. What would you do? What would you do if my hip hurt and I was a Vikings football player? Right. What would you do? Tell me. Like, I, I'm like that serious. Like, I'll stare him right in the eye and I'll be like, dude, this is a sport to me. This is important, you know? So, hey, there we go. There's a good, if, you, if, you, if you've got a physical therapist who's thinking about those things or a trainer who's thinking about mm -hmm. those things, if you are one or you know one, you know one, Patricia, yeah. a listener, yep. if you know one, send them our way. Let's have yeah. a conversation about this, right? Because Absolutely. this is one of those things that it's, it's, it's one of those things that gets tossed aside. It's one of those things that women aren't, you know, as a, as a woman desiring to, to say that, oh my gosh, some people are going to get it and some people are going to run the other way. Right. That's right. And we need to be thinking about those things. I mean, why not? Like when you have your list of what do you want to do? What are, why are you here? Why not put yep. sex? What kind of sex are you wanting to have? Like on one hand, it's not about, you know, it should be a, it should be a relationship and a discussion that you can have because I think so many people don't talk about those things. Mm -hmm. And therefore you go to, you know, the doctor, the whatever, and some of the most important parts of our, our body and our functionality that make our lives good and happy and pleasurable do not get addressed because the questions are not asked and people don't feel like they can speak to them. That's right. And we have to just like get real. I agree. For God's sake, people. Yeah. <laughs> we need to level up. So... <laughs> Um, on that note. <laughs> on that note. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for thanks for making time today. It was great to talk to you. I, I've missed you, Judy. I have missed you as well. It has yeah. been, yes. Your presence is always a wonderful thing in my world. <laughs> Likewise. Patricia and I, thank you so much for listening. Check out the podcast on iTunes. Toss us a rating and a comment if you like what we're doing. Feel free to connect with us on our webpage as well, sexmatterspodcast.com, where you can send in your questions, comments, send us reactions and thoughts about Patricia's book that we can share and talk about on the podcast. We would love that. We love our listener questions. Facebook. Find us on Facebook at Sex Matters with a period. You can search for at Sex Matters Podcast. We'll be back with you soon. <laughs>